0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: The people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water. But the one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all, the people had been baptized And Jesus also had been baptized and was praying. Heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord
1: Jesus Christ. Most of us here have a vision of our future. We know where we are going, or where we would like to go. We have accepted it, either joyfully or reluctantly. We would like to be fulfilled in whatever it is we are going to do. We'd like to be a success. We would like to find our destiny there. I keep coming back to that word. From the moment that we were conceived, we had a destiny. In the mind of God, we always did from all eternity. When we were born, we were born as people with a destiny. When we were baptized, that destiny was not only confirmed, but we received the strength to accomplish it. That emptiness we call original sin. Remember, original sin isn't a thing. It's an emptiness. Original sin isn't something we received. It's something we lost. We lost the divine life. Baptism restored that life to us. We then became capable of God, capable of the kingdom of heaven, capable of holiness. That is our destiny. But what about our Lord? When He comes to baptism, what does He come for? For what purpose? Our Lord does not suffer from the effects of original sin. He does not need the divine life because he is the life. He is God. Why does he go into the water? What's the purpose? He goes into the water to take upon himself... The sins of all humanity. That's his destiny. There was a beautiful old hymn that said When Jesus comes to be baptized, he leaves the hidden life behind. The years of safety and of peace to bear the sins of all mankind. Those days are over. He now comes to do what he was sent to do. So when he comes out of the water he sees what was there at his incarnation what was there at his birth. He sees the cross. Having taken upon himself our sins he now becomes the remedy for them. He now becomes The Redeemer. That's his fulfillment. That's the reason for his being. The Spirit of the Lord comes down, anoints the Christ to suffering, to preach the Word to free the bound and to the mourner comfort bring. That's all part of what he's come to do. But ultimately, as I said, it will come back to the cross, as it always does. This is the first time that the Trinity is publicly pronounced. Officially, the Trinity becomes visible. The Spirit comes down on the sun and the voice of the Father is heard. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We then, in our own baptism, enter into the suffering and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Again, the reason for his coming. He will fulfill that, as I said in the cross, Therefore, our experience of that fulfillment first of all came in our baptism and comes, of course, then in the Eucharist, the manifestation of Jesus Christ to us in his redemptive love. And still there's more. But everything that was meant to be fulfilled will now be fulfilled in him. He will not quench the dying flame. And what is bruised he will not break. And furthermore, he will so take it upon himself that by his death, his triumph make. As I said, we then are people who have to realize ourselves as part of this victory, as part of this great moment of his baptism, when we realize what God, in fact, has done. I think very often, you know, our baptism in our mind was simply something that we went through as, well, something you do. It's such a simple thing, baptism. only takes a few seconds, doesn't it? The pouring of water in the words of baptism. The other St. Paul reminded us we become a new creation. We are a radically new being as a result of that. If only we could realize that. If only we could accept it, and if only we could then use what we have been given to become when we were meant to become. It's a radical call, the grace of baptism. We can only lose it through mortal sin, and even then it can be restored through the sacraments. And so we come once again today to enter into the mystery of that. And Once again, the Lord comes to us in the grace of his victory, though, because that is what the Eucharist is the victory that he has brought to us. And the Trinity comes to us now in its fullness also, reminding us of what we have received and the power that is ours. Our everlasting Father prays with Christ, the well-beloved Son, whom with the Spirit reigns serene, untroubled Trinity in one. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you Rejoicing in the incarnation and baptism of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, that her members will always respond to the grace of their baptism, the grace of holiness, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For all nations of the world, especially our own, that all peoples will come to know Jesus Christ and seek baptism, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, they may realize that in their suffering they are fulfilling their baptismal promises. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have rejected grace, we pray to the Lord. Lord for greater respect for human life, and this month especially for life in the womb, for an end to abortion, for the legal protection of the unborn, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations to priesthood in the consecrated life, those young men and women who, fulfilling their baptismal promises, will become visible signs of God, visible signs of Jesus Christ, for a greater reverence for the witness of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord for our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy. Having responded to the grace of their orders, they may then be able to proclaim the kingdom of God. We pray to the Lord. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. Amen. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. For all those who will be going to Washington for the Life March this week, for their safe journey, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our and for all of us here, having responded to the grace of our baptism, we may then be visible signs of Jesus Christ, visible signs of His holiness, of his death and resurrection, we pray to the Lord, Lord hear our prayer. We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of God, as we say.